There is nothing as powerful as a changed mind. You can change your hair, your clothing, your address, your residence. But if you don't change your mind, the same experience will perpetuate itself over and over again because everything outwardly changed, but nothing inwardly changed. You know, nothing happens unless you change. So change is not our enemy, it's our friend. There's a season that you may go through a difficult period, but that is to wake up your ability to change. You cannot become what you were born to be unless you are not willing to change into something you are not. This is why change is so important. Uh, I like what it says here, uh, Shakespeare says, sweet are the uses of adversity. We never grow in good times. We never advance unless we're under pressure. Change comes to improve and to advance your life, not to destroy you. I think that we often forget this. And we're gonna face hardships. We can't avoid pain, we can't avoid trouble. All we can do is prepare our mindset so that we don't get overwhelmed by our circumstances. A lot of people, when they have a negative circumstance take place in their life, um, they react negatively to it. And that seems almost natural. In fact, that is natural. Something negative happens to me, my reaction back to it is negative. But this is why you have to change your mindset. I've seen people who had the education to go up, they had the gifting to go up, they had the talent to go up, didn't have the right attitude. And eventually, if that attitude, if that heart, if that invisible part isn't right, you can have all the talent in the world, but you will always end up getting spoiled by your own attitude. Yes, you'll get the opportunity. Yes, you'll get the job. Yes, you'll get the deal, but you won't be able to keep it because your attitude will corrupt every opportunity that life offers you. Never saw it coming. Life isn't what happens to you when you're looking. What happens to you when you're looking is called a plan. Life is what happens to you when you're not looking, when your guard is down, when your back is turned. It's going to work on a Friday morning feeling good and having your boss call you in. And you know she has a look on her face and you know that look isn't good. You know the economy isn't so hard and we've got to let you go. And all you can think about are those three kids you have at home. You know life is coming home from work and finding that note on the kitchen table saying, hey, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry, I love you, but I've got to go and you're frustrated and you're betrayed and you're furious and you're angry, but all you want to do, all you want to do is hold them again. All you want to do is hear those words whispered in your ear, I love you again. No, that's life. How do you handle that? How do you deal with that, those sort of situations? You see, it's been said a hundred times and I'll say it again, you've got to go through it. That's all it is, you've got to go through it. And going through it is not a function of, of just being courageous. It's not a function of just saying, well, I'm going to, close my eyes and see what happens next. It's not that. It's really a function of three things. It's a beginning, it's a middle, and an end. And before you go through it, there's a choice. You make a choice to say, well, I'm either going to stay here or I'm going to be over there someday, somehow. It's a choice. So going through it and thinking about these three steps, beginning, middle, and end, you know, you can really save yourself a lot of trouble. You can discover something more about yourself. It's called life and it's not personal. Stuff's going to happen. 
And if you make it to the 40-yard line, if you can make it to age 40, between 40 and 60, it begins to intensify. All kind of things happen. Between 40 and 60, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer and finally died. Between 40 and 60, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Between 40 and 60, I went through a divorce from someone that I loved very much. Between 40 and 60, had a nationally syndicated talk show, highest rated, fastest canceled talk show in the history of television. Between 40 and 60, oh, life put a whooping on me. It ain't personal. It's called life. You know, I was homeless, man. I mean, you know, you're in a position where you're going, I got nowhere to go except up. I might as well keep hustling. I was in comedy. I just wasn't making nothing. All the money I was making, I was sending back home to my wife and kids. That didn't last long. She got tired of that real fast. But I couldn't go back to Cleveland because I wouldn't have enough money to drive back down south to perform. One time I drove to the house in Cleveland. I finally got enough money. I drove to the house in Cleveland. Everybody was gone. I didn't see my kids for almost two years. They just left, boarded up the house. So next thing you know, I'm in the car. I lived there, but it taught, me, it taught me determination, man. I'm a really, really determined person. It also taught me that no matter what happens to you, it ain't over. I was determined to be something. As long as God wakes you up, that means he ain't through with you yet. There is nothing as powerful as a changed mind. The only way off of welfare is to change your default settings. The only way to get a good education is to change your default settings. As long as you're programmed with what you can't do and what you can't be and what you can't have, you will never get up. But I dare you to go into your phone booth like Clark Kent and spin around and come out Superman and say, wait a minute, I'm better than this. I'm getting ready to change my default setting. I will not let you abuse me. I will not stay. There is nothing as powerful as a changed mind. So the first thing you have to think about when you're going through something is very simple. It's I'm not where I want to be, but I know I can get there. I have faith that I'm going to get where I want to be. So yeah, go through the grieving process. Grieve. Accept that. Say yes to that. You know, one day you look up and, you know, you're still in pain, you're still hurting, but you realize that, hey, it's not as bad as it was. It doesn't hurt as much as it did. And I'm going forward, I'm moving forward. And at some point you merge, you get to the other side, and you know that, hey, I haven't forgotten, but the pain doesn't hold you captive anymore. You're not crippled by the emotion, by the experience. You're not living out of, out of the past, out of your experiences of pain and defeat and betrayal. You're not living out of all that stuff. You're living in a new perspective. It's not what happens that determines the major part of your future. It's not what happens. What happens, happens to us all. The key is what you do about it. If you will start that process of change, do something different the next 90 days than you did the last 90 days, like picking up the books to read. Do something different like the new health disciplines, relationship with your family, whatever it is, doesn't matter how small it is. If you'll start doing different things with the same circumstances, since we cannot change the circumstances, but we can change ourselves. We can change what we do. Anytime you go through something, there's a fight. It's either a spiritual fight, an emotional fight, a physical fight. There's some sort of fight. 
But the key to the whole thing of this fight is that the form is in the fight. That's the only thing you should take away from here today. The form is in the fight. What does that mean? It means that you don't get to become this interesting, dynamic, creative, courageous woman, amazing man, without going through something, right? That's where the form is. The people who are a form are the people who you see them and they stand out to you because you know there's something about them. They figured something out about life. They're attractive to you. They're interesting to you. These people have form because they've gone through something, you know? So don't run away from the fight, meaning go through it. Don't be afraid to go through it. Get through it because at the end of getting through it, I guarantee you there's at least one thing you discover about yourself. You discover that there's a version of you you haven't discovered yet. You don't even know exists yet. It's not that you might not mess up and do what you used to do. It's just that it's no longer your normal. And when it's no longer your normal, you will never go back to it like it used to have you. Because the moment you get out of the situation, you change back into who you're supposed to be. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. Both the pig and the sheep can fall into the same mud, but the difference is in the default. The pig is defaulted to lack the mud. The sheep has a default that says, I don't belong in this mess. I might be in this mess, but I don't belong. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to riot, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, and the foundation of it all is discipline. I am your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, look, 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 look. It just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to share. You know the slogan, the motto here, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. You know our our uh, quote of the decade, in my humble opinion. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley, again, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Three impact secret value points I would like to point out today. The grieving process. Number one, the grieving process. Number two, the discovery. Number three, avoidance. 
number three, avoidance. Today's show is entitled and inspired by another T.D. Jake's uh, line in a sense, and I combined it with my own. So here we are. It's called, it's entitled, Stay With It, Change Your Mind Settings. Again, stay with it, change your mind settings. Let's have some fun, family. You know, I as I was listening to the audio clip, I get just as excited when I hear it the first time as I do when I'm waiting to be able to come on to this mic. And what really that the the whole the various speakers that were that were speaking, but one there was one story, well there was there was a couple stories that stood out, but the one that really arrested my attention was the the story that T.D. Jakes told about the pig and the sheep in the mud. See, the pig understood or is was comfortable being in the mud and the sheep knew that this wasn't the place for them to be. See, a lot of times family and life will have people or will be or even ourselves. You see, I said people to make you feel comfortable, but really it'll be ourselves in a sense that we will say that we want to change in a certain area of our life, but the but the actions doesn't reflect the change that we're wanting. What I mean by that, family, is is that we will we will say that you know, hey, I am unhappy with this this job, but refuse to redo our resume. We refuse to go out and start making ourselves available to be seen. Now, listen, family, I, as I said, we are in this together. And because we're in this together, transparency is my best policy. And so here we go. Some transparency. See, family, I continue to tell you, I really know that this will work, but the, 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 the sacrifice that comes with it, it's is daunting because you are asking yourself, well, not you, maybe this is just for me then. Okay, let me talk to me for a minute. I am asking myself, will this work? Yes, I'm getting up, you know, at four or five now, but I know I should be getting up at three and maybe even two. But the concern is, is that me sacrificing that much sleep of only maybe getting four to five hours of sleep will this really work in the long run see family that is a a discovery process that we have to go through a lot of times in life and of taking those discovery chances i remember when i was so excited about moving to the dallas fort worth area i visited the city i was like wow this is amazing um i can see myself living here but I was thinking to myself, is it worth it? Is it worth it making the leap and making the jump? I did what so, I do. I do it. I did what majority of people do. I started reaching out to people that I admire or I trust with the information I was going to discuss with them. And when I told them, hey, I am going to make the leap potentially to Dallas Fort Worth, I received some praise of, man, I'm proud of you. That, that is something you should do. You can always come back home if it doesn't work out. And then I had others say to me, no, that is a huge risk. You don't know if there's any jobs available uh, down there. You don't really know a lot of people. You got a couple 
couple maybe family members, but you really don't know them that well. So you don't really have a lot of connections. How are you going to make it work? And at that time, I really didn't know what I was going through through this process because, see, I made a simple mistake. The mistake was is that I wanted to talk to everybody about a problem that I wanted to solve, and it really wasn't a problem. You see, the thing about it is is that I didn't like what I seen day in and day out from the experiences of going to work and coming home so tired that – all you can do is watch a little TV and maybe get you in and a little bite to eat. And then it was bedtime and you were doing that all over. And I was exhausted by by actually witnessing this day in and day out. And I was like, no, this is I don't want that. If that's what a job looks like, I don't want that. Yes, I've worked. But when I worked, I did I, I, I did jobs which more were a more entrepreneurial spirit, meaning that I had control over the day and the time of when the service was going to be done. So when I decided to go ahead and make the leap, everything that the negative side of what people were saying actually came true because I came down to the city at a time when September uh, 11th had, had happened and the market just froze. It locked. And I was like, what is going on? And then you start going through a grieving process because you're you start saying, well, maybe they were right. Maybe they were right in saying that, you know what, this is not going to work out. And then to humble yourself. And I don't even want to say humble, but to to be in a position because you have to keep in mind, family, when you when you made a decision and said, you know what, I want to go to college. And my reason for going to college is because they sold me on the opportunity of you need a four year degree in order to make the type of money that if whatever, you know, that you're looking to make. And if I knew what I knew now, I don't know if I would have took that route to college, but that is a different conversation that we will have in which I will unpack for you um, later on in one of our shows. But when I went after, you know, being down here and I'm, I'm, I'm literally going on job interviews and I'm talking to people, I was like, well, what about the opportunities you were telling me about? All I had to do was get down here. And th just that grieving process of of being rejected time after time, it got to a point where I almost wanted to start collecting the rejection letters that I was receiving. Um, and some people wouldn't even tell you they would just stop taking your calls or uh, because I was persistent. And I, because I realized I had a short amount of money that was saved up as well as, you know, family members gave me money as I was leaving. And I was like, my time is running extremely short here. I need to get something happen. And lo and behold, I'm walking through the mall and a young lady, well, I shouldn't say a young lady, but she was, she was young and, um, she reached out and she said, Hey, you know, um, we're opening the store, a retail store. Would you ever think about, uh, working here? And I was like, well, Hey, I didn't have anything else going on. Sure. She was like, fill out an application. You ain't got an interview. Just, Fill out the application because we're really looking for people. So filled out the application, got hired on and was doing it part time. And as I was doing that part time, I was meeting a lot of interesting people. It was forcing me to uh, 
and somewhat I was always a a talkative or they said gift for gab type person, but it forced me out of my comfort zone because it taught me to read people better because I had to understand when you came into the store, what was your look and feel on top of that? understanding the sales aspect of things too. And sometimes family, what we have to understand, we may have a path set up in our mind that will, that we thought this was the way to go, but life is not built like that. Life is a, uh, really a mission, you know, let alone a journey and there's going to be twists and turns. But however, in accepting that job and meeting different people and I'm talking to them and they're like, so, you know, what do you, you know, what made you start working here? And I give them the backstory. I eventually started connecting with people that work for companies or, you know, managers or district managers. And they were like, hey, I got an opportunity, you know, shoot me over your resume. And then that's how I got, you know, I started, I, I actually really broke into corporate America in a sense, because I, I got the next opportunity. And from there, you know, and again, that'd be a, probably another show, but went from that opportunity to, a, you know, another opportunity and eventually, again, landing in corporate America. But all of those those lessons really taught me about people. See, what I realize is that when you are I don't care what type of business you are in, there's two components that are required sales and marketing, sales and marketing. And when I learned that, I was like. This is all I've been doing is sales and marketing. And it's like, this was not something I went to school for. This was not something I was looking to get into. Because when you get out of college, a lot of times you get a lot of people, uh, a lot of sales jobs thrown at you. And I was like, I don't want to work off of peer commission. I want to get my check every two weeks or every month or however, but I don't want to do that. And then when you, I look at, at it now and having, I wasn't peer commissioned, but having to basically learn how to sell, it forced me to be a better salesperson. It forced me to learn, you know, about marketing. And it, 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 it was just a bug that caught on to me. And the point I'm trying to make family is, is that a lot of times when we are trying to avoid what we were, what we thought our calling or, or our purpose is, we'll find out a lot of times we will walk dead into our purpose and our calling, i.e. example right here just for you, this show, as well as, you know, what's coming down the line again. And I'm going to keep plugging in until I make you guys say, will he stop uh, the YouTube piece that's coming? But all of this came because of a of a shift of a shift. And when that shift happened, I was like, Hmm, I need more skill sets in this area. And a lot of times people go, uh, going back, back to the pig and, a, and, and the sheep uh, story in the mud. A lot of times people will not be willing to take that, that risk or, and it's not a really a risk. It's saying, okay, I see in the market is going this way. I see that they're about to phase me out. What can I do in the meantime while I'm going through this process? Well, I can start working on another skill set or another passion that I was interested in. That's why I always challenge you, family. That's why I'm creating that um, other podcast show, which is strictly around business, because 
called Conscious Business, a website is already in the progress of being made. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I, especially in these days and times, I was thinking like this way back then, but in these days and times, you have to have a multifaceted skill set, meaning you cannot be unwilling to not learn something because you never know when you may need that skill set to actually um, go in a different direction with a different career. So for me, in doing the podcasting and doing um, the, the the videos and, and doing the marketing and, and social media piece, I am creating something that can potentially be an agency. Um, I, I'm, I am creating something that will allow me to shift if something happens. Yeah, it may take, and, and, and one of the great things about it is, is that I'm in stride. Have you ever watched a track meet? And in a track meet where there's a, I think they call it a four by four relay. And what happens is, is that when a person is running, so let's say they just ran their actual uh, part in the four by four and they're getting, they're running with the baton in their hand and the person that is in front of them that they're getting ready to hand off to, they have to, the, the best, the best way for a, a, a an appropriate handoff is for that person to already to be running as they're going in stride. Meaning let's unpack that meaning is, is that if I am running already and you're running and I yell out to you, some people say baton, some say stick. They call it a lot of, a lot of different things, but we're going to say stick in this scenario. If I say stick and I'm already running, the only thing that I really need to do if we've practiced this is glance is glance back at you and hand my hand out, boom, and I'm already in stride and I can go and take off and running. And that's why I, I always say to you, family, Start working on your passion because if something happens, you're already in stride. So only thing now you need to do is take what you've been working on, where you've been sacrificing the time in the morning or the evenings or late nights or whatever that is while you're working. So if anything may happen, you're already in stride to go ahead and turn up what you're already doing improve what you're already doing spend more time on what you are already doing see this is all that discovery process if we continue to avoid not wanting to do and learn other things that can expand us that can grow us that can strengthen us mentally and physically then we're always going to be where we always were. I look back at a lot of, of, of life decisions that were extremely tough, you know, because some of these decisions were, were allowed me just to be comfortable. Leaving, uh, Michigan was extremely uncomfortable. Leaving a job is extremely uncomfortable. Going to another job is uncomfortable because you've gained up the momentum. You've created the urgency of saying that you know what I can do because you know what I can do. There's a trust that's already built compared to when you leave that job, you have to start over from scratch. You have to be able to create that, that, that respect. You have to be able to create that honor in which people can trust you again. And a lot of people don't want to make that shift or that change is because of the fact of the, that 
you have to, it's like you're starting from scratch. I heard David Goggins talk about that of saying he always has that, and I'm paraphrasing here, that start off from scratch mentality because if you are afraid to start off from scratch, if you're afraid to, you just got laid off or you've got fired or your your company downsized or whatever, and if you can't have that, that you know, that um, start off from scratch mentality, then how can you discover your, your, your true purpose? How can you discover you? And that's why it's, in, and it's imperative that we continue to find ways to challenge ourselves to, to become better. And, and because it's, it's a journey and because it's a mission, you're not going to do it in one day. And that is something I don't know if you've struggled with it, but that's what I've struggled with it. I, as, as this in the mornings, as you, as you're for fully aware of my morning uh, routine, still working on the night routine. But the one of the things that I do is ensure that the first thing that I listen to is something inspiring, something that is motivating, something that creates a, a, a particular discipline or habit. Because the reason why I listen to this information is because I want to prime my mind in a way to know that there's a reason why I am up at this time and I'm doing the exercises that I'm doing because eventually I'm going to outwork my competitor. Eventually I'm going to surpass what I even thought was possible. But one of the things that has to happen is I have to stick with it. I have to change my mind of knowing that I can't, I only have 24 hours. Even if I sleep for five or six hours, I still have to understand that I have to find shortcuts and not shortcuts in an unethical way. I have to find ways. I was just thinking about it earlier and I was like, you know what? Okay. Maybe if it's taking me 30 to 40 minutes to maybe cook something or warm up or, or uh, yeah, cook something. And, and then maybe I need to, for a, a couple of days out the week, just do a, a plant-based protein shake or something like that and keep it moving because that time is I can dedicate to working on my, on, on my craft or working on my passion. And those are the things that we have to continue to look for, family, to be that mad scientist. And when you are going through adversity, I don't care who 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 it is. I, I know it sounds great to say, but adversity really does suck. It sucks because of the fact of that it's not easy going through changes in your life. It's not easy being let down. It's not easy focusing on things that are troubling you or that, that, that pain. And, 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 and because it's not easy, a lot of people give in and, and quit. And I understand, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not one of those that's going to say, Oh, you, you know, and, and, and put them down. What I will say is, is that there's always time to get back up, but you have to, you have to create an urgency for that time to get back up. Cause there's many days I just want to just lay lay down and rest and on during the weekday. And what I realize if I do that, I will be, I, I, I am thinking about me. I'm not thinking about the mission and the mission is to be the best inspiration, motivation and business person. And the only way you can do that is I have to find gaps in my schedule that I can continue to learn, find gaps in my schedule where I can continue to develop and for you, family, what you have to understand is that when you finally get to a point, as I always say, as my mama would say, is when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, 
the change that's going to come, the un- being uncomfortable that's going to come with this change, you're going to be glad and, and you're going to be thankful and understand it's worth it that you made this leap, that you made this change. Because in anything that that we want out of life, I don't, I mean, and, until I can see it differently, it seems like a sacrifice is aligned with that. A sacrifice of your time, a sacrifice with family, a sacrifice of of your money, a sacrifice of of being more than what you thought you can be, a sacrifice of a changed my mindset. Because all of these sacrifices create a un- being uncomfortable. It creates an, an avoidance to knowing that you're more than what you're seeing right now, but it's up to you to prove that you are more than what you're seeing right now. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I've been your guy. The dude. Nah, I'm just playing. I've been, I've been the host here for today. I go by the name of ED. I really hope, family, that you take these words and take the time to focus on what do you really want out of life? And how are you going to move forward of getting it? And how are you going to break it down in small chunks? So it is, so it is achievable versus trying to do everything at once. Like I've tried many of times and, and failed. And I realized if I don't enjoy the process, if I don't enjoy the time that's required during the process, and I'm so excited about the end goal, I'm going to miss all the fun I'm going to have in the process. So I challenge you as you're going through the process, keep your head up, keep your mind strong. And continue to believe. Peace.